Oh wow, none of you heard that. Uh, I muted myself. I was wondering why we were so quiet, I'm be honest. I just didn't want to be the one to break the silence. I just accepted it, yeah. I just figured that's what we were doing for now. Um, alright, well, uh, you guys burrowed under the tunnel, destroyed a cult and their troll, and now find yourself in a hole in the wall, Porcini's Pizza. got some tasty pieces coming around so what we're gonna do here is we're gonna have each of you describe your characters as well as the pizza you are enjoying and has been specially prepared for you Greg's why don't you go first and describe in your character and your pizza here as we jump back into things Alright. Um so Grex is a three foot two red scaled kobold. Uh, wings currently is wearing what appears to be uh, like kind of full plate with a tabard underneath and nondescript symbol on the chest, though it's actually magic studded leather that is disguised to look as such. Um, beside her is a very identical figure but is more coalesced of like shadows and almost has like a galaxy pattern kind of speckled through it the pizza that would have been specifically made for her I suppose I don't know um, probably relatively plain pepperoni couple extra chunks of meat on it and you got a great what you thought was just a cheese pizza but as you bite into it you find some big old chunks of meat in there it's pretty tasty nice Denthalore right Denthalore is a one sec how to get He's the big man with the mace. He's the mace man. Yeah. He's a, he's a, um, what, what is that? Step, he was a seven, he's a seven foot tall black scaled dragonborn with a long tail. Um, his eyes, pure white, all that. He's just, he's just a big guy. He's a big guy. It's huge. What kind of pizza he's eating? His pizza doesn't really seem to have much of anything like identifiable on it, but there's just like you can tell there's large chunks of meat. We got the mystery meat on there. It's got a lot of huge chunks of big chunky meaty pizza. Mm. It's very nutritional. Not focused on taste. It's got all the vitamins and minerals you could need. Frozen. Um, Finn is a, uh, water genasi, um, dressed up in, like, some somewhat fancy-ish, like, 
dress clothes, but also currently has uh, scale mail on, I think. Um, he is a artificer, so he can so, use stuff, his yeah. weapons with magic and whatnot. And then, um, I guess the, the pizza that he would have would probably have like seafood on it, <laughs> like sardines or like shrimp or something. Uh, very similar to Xantanov's Pizza, you both have a seafood specials. And finally, last but not least, Voltaire. My dog sneezed directly into my microphone as soon as I started to speak. Sorry. Um, Voltaire is a 60-year-old dwarf. 60-year-old gnome. He is... I don't want to say unkempt, but not well-groomed. He has a metal jaw due to a previous accident, which he has taken as a sign to just perfect himself. And the pizza he's eating is a large meaty pizza with extra mushrooms that I want to say I want to eat inside the inside the cage next to the mushroom people. They're casting you sidelong glances like, can I get a slice of that? Can, can we have a slice? slice with the biggest mushrooms I could find. They see that there's mushrooms on the mushroom meat pizza and they actually give it back to you. I feel like if Milk was here she'd have a lot to say about that. You guys have been a good couple minutes chowing down nutri- Nutritionalizing? So should I fix my health points from one hit from death? Yeah, go ahead and take a long rest. Roll up some hit dice. Long rest or short rest? Long rest. You guys uh, go ahead and take a long rest as you guys chow down on pizza and rest up here. Alright, so full HP then. No, right, not a short rest. Yeah, full HP. I came really close to dying really fast last time. <laughs> it's sad that my uh, my echo has more uh, armor class than I do. Sad or smart? Sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, Both. Well, yeah, you guys go ahead and take your HP back. You guys dust yourselves off, get a shower, and you find yourselves back in front of Porcini's Pizzeria, stuffed full pizza. All right, I'm not exactly sure what to do because I'm not sure of what exactly we've done so far. All I know is we chased a man about a hat. Yeah. I remember somebody, I think it was um, Zanzanov was talking to the guy about the hat and other stuff. You look over Des- and you Despacito? see Zanzanov? No, no, not Despacito. De- 
just it's D something. I think it ends with EO and it starts with a D. Despuchis. Gaspacho. No, it's like just there's a D in there. It's like it ends with Dio. Dio, what are you doing here? Dio. Despedio, despedio, despedio. Oh my god. Oh my god. Dio. And as you guys step back into the tunnel outside of Fortini's Pizzeria, you look at each other. Hey, what are we doing, guys? What's the vibe? What are we doing? What are we, what's going on? Denvor, you hear something behind you? I guess, I guess it's Insular turns around to see what it is. You see something lurking in the shadows. What is it? Uh, you're not sure. Hmm. I'm gonna ignore it. <laughs> Alright. You ignore it, and as you continue to look forward, you see movement in front of you as stepping into view the dim light of the overhang of Porcini's Pizzeria. You see stepping forward into the fluorescence a familiar silver dragonborn. She dresses you after looking you up and down and spitting on the ground. Hi. <sighs> Finally, I found you, brother. Hello, Belresh. No, this is Nala, actually. No, who is it? Nala? It is Nala. Nala's, Nala's blue. Yeah, I she's vaguely blue. remember you getting the hat at the end of the last session. Not now is blue. No, my bad. Yeah. It was the displacer. It's hat. fine. They're they're they are right next to each other. Should we be having someone read her messages since she can type but can't speak right now? Um for the recording. Wookie, yes, we're gonna obviously. give that job to you. Wait a minute, I can't do that. <laughs> well sorry, we're we, not we've been responding in text too. <laughs> You guys help out. You uh, help me out here. Oh yes, we have we have we we do have a red dragon egg. Yes, we do have the red dragon egg. Yeah. We got hmm? the red dragon egg in Zentanov's possession, as well as Zentanov. You all do look over and see that. Well, it's hard to see Zentanov right now. They're phased in and out. They're blurry. So whenever you look at them, it's a, you feel like you're looking through a ghost. And mm. uh, in addition to that, the tentacles on the hat are waving around. I see. But yeah, I'm sorry. This would be uh, Nala. So she comes out and starts pacing at the other end of the cavern. Still, the Porcini. Porcini before we leave. Unfortunately, Porcini's a big guy. He's a little too heavy for you to just pick up and put all the uh, under the old armpit there and roll him like a ball of dough. 
Um, he's like 120 feet tall, right? Porcini? No, no, he's not that big. He is a, I think he's a large creature. No, he's a big guy, though. I thought Porcini was the big one, no? Yeah, he's he large. He's a big, strong boy. Yo, you can't say he never lets you do anything. He lets you do a lot of shit. Okay, I have to get some context there. Milk yes, Cobalt does have a lot of strength. Wait, doesn't the Cobalt have strength? Porcini is only, is a, huge only a huge creature. You have any idea how big that is? It's an awakened Zygmoid? Zygwood. Zygmoid. However that's spelled. Sorry. I'm a certain tree. I apologize for my dog. My girlfriend just came in the house. We can't hear your dog. I can't hear your dog anyway. I can't hear you. She was right next to me. Maybe my mic canceled it. Probably. Um, hey. yeah, I don't think I could lift a huge creature with, uh, 18 strength. You guys look back towards the doorway, and you see Porcini looking out, and he has already reached up to the side of the window and slowly turned a closed sign from open to closed. <laughs> he is slowly pulling the curtain shut on you guys. <laughs> I'll be back with a crane. Don't you see, Denthalore? Your friends have abandoned you. Even the proprietor of this pizzeria won't give you shelter now. Is it one of your crazy siblings, Denthalore? Or is this another one of those other things? Yes, this is another. I gotta remember my character role. Nala is a bit of a, how would you say, zealot when it comes to religion. So crazy. <laughs> For one reason or another. Don't call me crazy. I'll have you know I've made a very powerful, insane ally down here to ensure that the rise of Tiamat is soon at hand. You will no longer stand in my way. Father will no longer be able to hold me back anymore. Good for you, Harry. Well, with the mention of Tiamat, I believe they would potentially be a threat. <sighs> On, about this Tiamat. On about Tiamat again. I don't know what you think she'll help you do. It's not going to help you at all. I only need her to open the door for me. Just a little chaos and I'll be able to take over the family for good. And now, my brother... <gasps> and behind you, Dunthalore, the movement that you're ignoring, you see him stepping out of the shadows. Your old brother that you thought you already dealt with. Trinicus. Brother, how could you smash my face in like that? Quite easy. I just used my blunt weapon and smashed it. 
Very rude. Is that any way to treat your older brother? And you see where you smashed his little limbs up and just turned him into like one of those spiders that curled inward with the dead legs. You see these cracked and broken, like four jointed different appendages as he hobbles his way towards you. You guys gonna do anything? I'm still trying to piece together the situation that I've missed. Essentially, you guys are walking out of a pub and you're surrounded on both sides of this tunnel cavern thing and they're slowly lumbering towards you menacingly. Copper Dragonborn and a Blue Dragonborn. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out as the story that I've missed. Yes. Yeah, I, I just got um, Two of siblings. Two of Dentalore siblings. How are they different colors? Um, half siblings. Ah. Mom or dad? A bit more context. Um, they all have the same father. All I I see. Know is getting jumped. Yes. He's together from like little bits of the conversation, so I didn't mess up the story. Grexen. In mirrored movements, Grexen, her echo will draw their frost brand and stand back to back. Centaur is going to draw his Tetsubo. I'm going to. Uh, Raytheon's gonna brandish a scalpel. <laughs> oh no. Scalpel? By far the scariest object. <laughs> no, he's gonna do surgery on you and give you health care. <laughs> Look out. He's gonna Free. steal your kidneys. <laughs> Free health care. Oh. All taking out your respective weapons, you guys get ready to roll initiative with... You take your first step. You all feel the floor give way from beneath your feet, and you all fall down. And the last thing you see as the ceiling shrinks away, the only visible light above you. You see two confused heads look over the tunnel. The whole hole. Uh, because, well, as the floor drops out, just as reaction, just Exactly, wings will just unfurl and start flying. You can fly? You can fly? Yeah, I can fly. <laughs> Grex is going to be okay. I'm going to need a dexterity check from everyone else, please. She'll try to catch whoever's near her, I guess. Dexterity Ooh, saving how, throw. How far down are we falling? Seems to be at least 60 feet. Maybe a little bit more. Oh no. You're a 17 to try to catch somebody. Uh, are you, are you, <laughs> are you getting my uh, results, my roll results? I see a negative one, unfortunately. I see two ones. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hmm. So? So? Grex, you're going to be able to find one person and catch them as you fly through the air downward. Now, as you do so, you look around, and you're almost being pushed. There's, like, a high-pressure situation where the rock's collapsing from above. 
The rocks that are actually collapsing from above are pushing everything down. The entire chamber that you guys were in is no longer there. It is completely collapsed in down towards this lower chamber. And you guys are now, for lack of a better word, trapped. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, who was, I guess Denthalor was closest to me. I'll catch him. Oh, creepy's gone. Um, yeah, we might be in trouble here. Voltaire, we still have what, five of us. Yeah, 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 but like technically um, six. Yeah, but I, I think I know what stat blocks Wookie might be using. So. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure if he's using it yet. We're just bad at um, balancing things, you know? Hey, hey, hey. No, Damn. come on now. Damn. I just did set up a stat block that was pretty girthy, so like... Accurate criticism, my one happen? weakness. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, I'm catching Dentalore, I suppose, since he was beside me. All right, so... Probably has to take both me and my echo to catch him, because he's big. He's a big guy, so it's going to take both you and the echo. Much like the wrecking ball, you guys used to bust in out of the wall jail, <laughs> able to barely catch him, and it's a meaty pull, but you're able to lift him up and turn him before he pancakes. However... Finn and Voltaire, I'm going to both need you to take eight damage bludgeoning as you land on your tailbone. Ah. Are you only doing half? Only going to do half damage for that, yeah. Okay. It's usually a d6 for every 10 feet. I know, you guys fell 60 feet, but something else is going to happen. I don't want to be too mean. Fair enough. Wait, did I, I figured you had reason. I have a reason, and it is the reason that's about to happen. Yeah, so Finn and Voltaire, each of you, please take eight damage. You land down, and it is complete dark. And you guys land down in this chamber. It is dark down here, so I need to know who can see and who can't see. Mm. Uh, I cannot. Where am I when this happens? It's a good question. You haven't been here for a few sessions. Yeah. It's my first one back. You're, uh, you're just hanging out with the group. You're, you you're there. The hole. You're here. You're most definitely there, yes. You're here. <laughs> you're here. Or... So I imagine you'd also take the damage from falling. You know, you have dark vision, right? If you, uh, also, if you are we doing what they been a minute since I've... One at a time here. All right. So, uh, yeah, dark vision first. If you have dark vision, you can see down here for 60 feet. Otherwise, you're blind as a bat, Grex. I have, I, I have 10 foot of blind sight. Well, it's a good thing I am near the top of the cavern. <laughs> so, no. 
I have ten foot of blind sight. So is the entire area we were standing on gone and we have nothing to You look up and the entire tunnel that you guys were walking in previously, there is four or five huge rocks between you and that place. You figure trying to dig your way out or dig your way back into that other tunnel would take days and you're not even sure where to begin. Okay, so using Dendalore's blind sight, I will have him guide me and my echo down to the bottom with the rest. <laughs> go down, go down, go down. There's some rocks. There we go. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can't see, but we're carrying you in no, the I, air. Just like... I don't think I can see. So only Denthalar can see within 10 feet. So everyone, chain up. Everybody hold hands. I see that I have dark vision. Wait, wait. Does nobody have dark vision? Nope, I'm a human. Did, did we... Did we fucking make an entire party? I'm trying to Without dark vision in the Out of the Abyss campaign? I'm trying oh, to figure yeah. out if I do or not. I think, uh... uh what race are you? Zatanov has dark uh, vision. Water Genasi. Water Genasi. Oh, are, are we still it's level 3, by the way? No, we're level mm-hmm. 5. Oh, shit. I'm level 3 still. <laughs> level 5? Yeah. I know I said that wrong. We're level six, right, Wookie? <laughs> I thought we were level twenty. What's going on? Oh, I see what you guys are doing there. Wait. Uh, so, what level are we supposed to be at? You're on the very <laughs> bottom level of this particular dungeon, right where you're supposed no, like- to be here at home. Hold on, I need to check. Because I might actually have dark vision. It just depends on if the sub race that I've Cobalt they took took it away. I was really surprised that Cobalt did not actually have dark vision. Double check that because even if the sub race and you checked it, and I feel like you remember. So the Bolo's Guide to Monsters Cobalt has dark vision, but the sub race might have taken it. I don't oh, think subraces remove things. I think they only add them. Well, they, they can. Uh, um, I th- only only fire genasi have, um, dark vision. Dark yeah. vision. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm blind to shit. All right. So everybody, choo choo train on up to Denthalor's caboose. Oh whoa. Wait, so we're level five? Yes, you are level five. Okay, so I do have dark vision. I need so, to... Grex can see. Awesome. Alright, Grex, you falling behind Denthalor and you're like, wait a minute, I can see down here. Yes. Wait a goddamn second. <laughs> yeah, I think I put in the sub race stuff, but then forgot to put in the base race stuff. Not a problem. You guys head in and start filing in after Gorex and make your way through this first collapsed-in chamber. 
That's boxed in, and you figure there's a few tons of rock between the tunnel you just were in and the tunnel you're in now. And furthermore, you figure that this blockage, well, it's pretty unstable, and moving a bunch of rocks in trying to move clear path could just cause another collapse and bring down a bunch of ton of rock on your head. So, yeah, what's this over here? You see that the rocks have caved in and opened up another passage for you up to the north. You want to head into this uh, chamber up above? Um. Because you don't have to go in this town. You don't have to go in here. You could just hang out here. This is a nice, uh, nice damp tunnel. You could make a living down here farming mushrooms. And make a good living. A fine living. It'd be simple, but... You know, there's something honest about living off the land with uncomplex, unsophisticated needs. Uh, let's let's go, go ahead and check it out. I got 60 yeah. feet of dark vision. Are you sure? It's pretty comfortable down here. I mean, you, you yeah. don't need to see a whole 60 feet. You only need 10. But Kobold's had 120 feet. No, I only got 60. It's Drow that had 120. No, I thought, I thought Kobold had superior dark vision. No. Nope. Huh. I do have sunlight sensitivity, though. Well, that's but bullshit. Normal dark vision. Yeah. All right, you yeah. make your way up into this newly opened passageway. And you come to a fork in the road. One passageway goes left, one goes right. Which way do you head? Um, I guess I'll just quickly fly down both and give it a look. I'd say I'd split up with my Echo, but the Echo can only go 30 feet away from me, so that doesn't work. <laughs> Alright, Echo, you go this way. I'll go the other way. Break. High five. Okay. We get 30 feet apart and the Echo would disappear, so not doing that. <laughs> oh, no way. Okay. And then it turns around, heads back over to you. Do you go left or right first? I'm going to go right first. Alright, you're flying along. Seems like it's going along 30, 60 feet. And then you see that the cave-in has had more extensive... It's collapsed this tunnel as well, about 60, 70 feet ahead. And down below you, as you're about to make a U-turn and double back, you notice that this gray pool of ooze reaches up and tries to grab you. In room two on the right. Where are we at? Correct. The room towards your right that you went down, you flying around, you see a puddle on the ground about to turn back, and then it reaches out and tries to grab you. Oh. Um. How about no? <laughs> I'm going to fly over it. Yep, the little tendrils very weakly uh, try and reach up and grab you and pull you down. You're 
very easily able to avoid them. They're pretty lazy tendrils. Okay. Fly back. Teleparty at the right path apparently is collapsed and has ooze at, on the floor. Uh, sentient ooze. And then I'll quickly head down the left path. And down the left passage, you find that there is quite a bit more room, about 30 feet, until it sharply banks right into a hewn passageway. This one looks a little bit smoother. Probably better to pursue this one over her. Okay. And as you come around, after about 60 feet of exploration, another very similar gray pool on the ground that you thought was just water tries to reach up and grab you. But it uh, just, uh, again, these pools are half asleep. A bunch of lazy, welfare-taking pools. Return to the party. Uh, left path continues on. But there's more ooze. They're uh, a little sleepy, so they're not responding very quickly. That's cool. But I would say that would be the path we should take. And that is the path we will take. <laughs> Finn and... Finn and Voltaire, you guys in the back? And Voltaire left its praise here. No, oh, thank you. I do not know. <laughs> um, I think I think Denthalor would be in the back. Uh, Prather is gonna be in like the middle area. I would probably be in the middle, maybe to a side. Well, I mean, if no one else is gonna take it, I'll take the front. Oh, I'm in front, helping to guide. I guess you can also. Yeah. I'll just hold on to the tail. <laughs> uh, you're reaching a long way down. It might be easier to hold a wing. Listen, if it's a long tail, I'll hold it up. And it is not very long. Well, then how am I? Listen, don't worry about. It. Yeah, Gentilor is gonna hang in the back because he's got that radius of blind sight. Yeah, that's huge. Big back ride? 10-foot radius in the back. These are the best lookout we can do. Alright, Deadlord's in back, and I believe that was uh, either Finn or Prathir, right? Which one of you two is in the back in there? I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm in... Wherever I need to be. Uh, a V formation. Deadlord in the back middle. Prathir and Finn in the middle on either left and right, and then... All right. That, and the Grex twin, twins are in front. <laughs> Alright, that's going to be Finn and Dental Lore. I'm going to need both of you two to make dexterity saving throws as you hear a chkunk. 
Uh oh. Oh no. Wookie, I blame you. You loaded the dice. You said so on, you said so in the Discord anyway. <laughs> so as Grex was up above scouting, you guys pretty sure that there wasn't anything above you in this collapse thing. Well, the, you get hit by a couple things. Uh-oh, what is it? Falling out of the debris from up above, it's like dark up there, so you can't really tell how high up above it is. Come three very teethy... Well, they're, they're coming in and they slam into you. Death lore. You're going to take 25 piercing damage from two Dear giant slugs God. that launch into you, burrow down with the weight of their fall into your muscles and, and lungs and in your veins and stuff. Ah. Then you're going to take 20 damage. <sighs> and as you guys try and figure out what the hell just hit you, you look, you reel back, and you see these two huge leeches Staring back at you for you, slurping all your blood. Didn't need the sound effects, but okay. Slurp, slurp, slurp. I think slurp, we slurp. needed them. It, it really, it really helped like give the immersion, you know. Mm, it's a bit too. much. It really enhanced the story, you know. Mm. So these are leeches. And, uh, do they, look they are called piercers. Yeah, that's why they're hard to see coming. They're just dripping down from the ceiling and then blam, get you like a face hugger. So yeah. like like where where are they on Dentalore? On your brown that's shoulders, sir. Off on on, the, on his shoulders? <laughs> like where on his shoulders? Like the back, the front, the side, the top, like where on his shoulders? You got one on each nipple. Mm. <laughs> He's gonna run directly chest first into a wall. He's gonna dash too, so just you know, full force, smash it. Yeah, they deflate like balloons. Um, how many do I have again? Each of you have two on you. All right, I am gonna. Hmm. I guess start like trying to pry them off or cut them off with my uh, uh, cards. Yep, go ahead and make a melee attack. Goes for you as well, Denthlor. See if you can get them off of you without them chewing you anymore. Oh, wait, they don't actually have a chew attack. Yeah, you guys are able to pry them off. They got a bunch of these teeth into you, and it's like they're hooked. So when you try and dig them out, you gotta like, ow, 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 and kind of pull the skin away until it kind of rips through. None of us have any salt. Dead <laughs> the Lord just grabs them and just pulls them out with no hesitation and no faith whatsoever. Just, just pulls them out. Yeah, and you guys just rip out the piercers, no problem without... Like badasses, making it look like it's nothing, and you come around the corner, and Grex is standing in front of a gray ooze that is lazily trying to reach out towards him. 
and Grex is continually just playfully staying above the gray ooze. Trying to like tease it back to sleep by putting the cold blade into it. <laughs> Shush, it's okay, Mr. Ooze, back to sleep. And Zentanoff, I'm going to go ahead and send you the uh, details on your hat. Nice. But you guys have a little bit of a problem to continue down on this passageway. You got to get around this gray ooze, and he seems to be taking up the entire floor. The gray ooze. Huh. Gray ooze, you say? Hmm. I mean, it's not a cube, but I'll take it. <laughs> Pokemon, gotta catch them all. Indeed. Do you want to defeat the evil Imperialist? Jibergamon! The bad guy, Grex person. Well, mm -hmm. hold on, bad guy. No, he just needs to go back to sleep forcefully. Gotcha. The forceful long <laughs> sleep. Yeah, you gotta be careful with those euphemisms. You could tell someone you're gonna force them to the long sleep, they're gonna think you're threatening them. What? Listen, I just want to wish people a happy 24 hours. You know, you have a great day and night. Hope you enjoy these next 24 hours. <laughs> okay, that sounds menacing as fuck. <laughs> Why? Why only 24 hours? What about the other hours? Yeah, right. Well, there's, there's only 24 that? hours in the day. There's only 24 hours in a day. I don't know what you're talking about. Why only one day? I'm thinking of. I don't know how long your days know. are. Just have a nice day. Hey, I don't know. It's the same thing, right? Have a nice 24 hours. That's mincing as well. Why don't you just say, oh, have a nice life? Because I don't know if their life is going to be nice or not. I don't know if I want them to have a nice life. <laughs> but I want them to have a nice day, you know? Hmm. Have a good reincarnation through eternity. Yeah, I hope they don't have a good reincarnation. I hope they get reincarnated as some kind of fucking cabbage or something. I hope you never manifest your consciousness, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. uh, so, Grex, you continue to do a little bit of an air number, and you're doing an amazing job. Somewhere, the Olympic Raiders, the judges, give you all tens, but... This lazy and somehow aggressively lazy, like he is being belligerent with his laziness. This gray ooze will not leave you alone. And then suddenly, a looming shadow from the chamber that you just walked from, the collapsed one, 
shudders and shimmers closer. Coming from around the corner, you see the terrible visage of a rust monster. Wait, no, there's two rust monsters. That's not good. <laughs> I work all martial classes. Not me. Mostly martial classes. I mean, not me. Not me. Not in. Uh, I count up not as martial. <laughs> I have no physical. Felt. Sort of. What in the world's a rust monster? Exactly what it sounds like. It's self-explanatory. Keep up. <laughs> Oh, is it a monster that plays Rust? Yes. What are you talking about? That's why it sucks. It thinks Rust is a good game. Oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Damn. I say we just insult Rust until it leaves. Yeah, it'll probably go by itself to sleep in the corner. They bought, re they bought Rust on pre-game. They, they pre-bought Rust, but now they regret it. No, right, no, no, they it. bought Rust, and, like, they're, they're still, um, like, they're still, like, it's it's good, guys, come on, it's good, I pre-ordered it, come on, it's good, come on. <laughs> so just, you know those people that pre-order yes. a game, and then they're just like, oh, God, it's yeah, good, I swear. Someone who's just been Sorry. playing since day one, and just can't put it down. It's, it's good, guys, I swear, I'm, I'm, I'm making it good. <laughs> proceeds to do something that Rust was like, no. Proceeds to be racist. Indeed. <laughs> Look, guys, I've already leveled up all your characters. Please just play with me. I have these accounts. And look, you can. I'll pay for time on them. All right, Wait, what level are we? You're all level five. <laughs> no, we're level 20. Oh, wait, we're only level five? What, what, what are we doing? Fighting yeah. Rust monsters, monsters. <laughs> Rust monsters are very fishing. They just can fuck up your gear. Yeah. Oh no, not my gear. I like my gear. Especially with hmm. not and metal. Good thing I oh, only have no. A... no clothes. What? You know, the only thing I have is my bow and my stuff. And my bow is technically magic. It just doesn't do anything magic anymore. Other than that, I don't really wear anything. Scandalous. I mean, what am I covering up? Aren't you a person? Wait, what? Wasn't someone an octopus person? That's me. Mm -hmm. Alright, I'm assuming we're rolling for initiative to fight the ooze and the rust monsters. Yes, please. As the rust and the ooze monsters bear down on you guys, I'm going to need some initiative. Uh-oh. Can I just put the ooze in a bottle? Ooze in a bottle. Haley. I'm rolling terrible. Let's see how I do. I'm rolling great. Hey, I rolled pretty good. I think I... Hey, are you... Are, I'm getting like an error or like a notice message. Are you seeing my uh, initiative roll? Yeah, it just says that um, you don't have it connected to a token. 
Which we don't need to, because Wookie doesn't use the roll twenty tokens. Jack. Trackers. He doesn't use the turp tracker. Because he's a dweeb. A nerd. Paper. God. Some kind of fucking hipster. Exactly. You know. Wookie doesn't care about the trees. I'm sorry, trees. I was just about to apologize to the trees. I'm offended by the hipster. He only fucks. <laughs> All right, we are going to go ahead and have Grex go first, closely followed by Zantanov. I'm going to attempt to deal with the ooze first. Lazy ooze, get a jab. Starting to bug me. Won't leave me alone. Trying to practice for the Koblink Olympics. English. I believe in you, Grex. Koblinklicks, 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 Kobold Olympics. That's Kobold Olympics. Kobold Olympics. Um, let's see. Whenever I take the attack action, I my echo also make an attack. All right. So I will make two attacks against the ooze, and my echo will make one. All those are going to hit. Goodness gracious, and all these were on the poor gray ooze was who's minding his own business? Yeah. 52 points of damage, I believe. That's going to do it, and I believe you have the fire sword, so immediately... Frost. Frost? Ah, okay. So, yeah, you're going to just start pasting this thing and turning it into industrial chemicals, and it freezes over, and you can hear the cracking... Shatter it, no problem. It is toast. You clear the way for your compatriots. Alright. That is the end of my turn. Zantanov. Uh, is it dark down here? It is dark and it is wet. Oh, that's great. Just like home. Uh, is there still ooze? Ooze be dead. It looks like Grex yeah. took care of the ooze. You, you couldn't have gone for the rust monster. I, I was going to try to get that. It was bugging me. Ooze or was it just that singular ooze? There's another one in the room past the rust monsters. Guess I'll kill the rust monsters. <laughs> You know, there's actually uh, another ooze over there behind the dragon and his dragon horde. 
do those hit? I don't know how to motivate that, no. Just tell him that there's a monster he wants to tame behind something. <laughs> 22 and 26 both hit. Yeah, both, uh, both is it. Alrighty, uh... And... Thirty-four damage. Are both these attacks on the singular rust monster in front? Yes. That's going to kill him. Good. Just gonna stare the other one down. Let it know what's coming. Definitely gonna look with his big old rusty eyes and say, "Oh no, this wasn't that. Might have been over my head. I apologize. Please don't kill me." No. Brother, you're up. Okay, um, so we're still in combat? Mm-hmm. Um, Only one I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna prick my finger so that it bleeds a little bit, and I'm gonna reach into my bag, uh, pull out, like, a little vial of bone dust and, like, a dried piece of, like, what looks like human flesh, and then I'm gonna sink my hands into the ground and then pull up and then I pull out two animated skeletons as I cast animate dead look at this guy using spell components like a dweeb like it this is badass who are you animating um uh well I can just pull uh, uh undead from the out ground. of the ground my god you're yeah. a magician a magic man <laughs> I like your funny it's words, my, magic man. It's my spontaneous unburial. Uh, uh, my spontaneous A bunch of dead people start clawing up out of the ground. And it doesn't even look like they're. it's the same skeleton. It looks like it just sort of draws bones from the surrounding area and just meshes them together. Good God. And... Uh, um, so that's my action, and then uh, I'm just gonna send them towards the person we're fighting. Do they actually get to the target on the turn that you summon them? Uh, let me check. I picked a skeleton. Skeletons. Dantalor, you are coming up next. They have 30 feet of movement. So... I'm gonna allow it. Yeah, we'll say they come up out of the ground and they kind of walk on over, shamble on over to the other uh, rust monster here. Go ahead and take a swing. How many of them are there? Uh, there's two. Yep, go ahead and take two swings with your zombies. Cool, so they get a plus four to hit. Oh. oh wait. Oops. Yeah, roll them separate. There we go. Twenty-one and a twelve. 
21 hits. Cool. That's easy. Sorry, I'm just not used to... There we go. And you take four damage. I've got the four damage. And that's my turn. Understood. Dandalore, you're up, sir. like far away just like very soft monsters are still alive? Just one. one. Just one? Denthalor is gonna grab a short sword in his shield and he's gonna charge towards it. You're gonna Whoa. get there. Not using his Tetsubo. Weird. I'm afraid. What's happening? Gonna hit it. <laughs> Fourteen and will hit. Oh. Damn. Twelve was gonna miss. That's that's damage. Dope dope burger 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 Bobby. Right, I've got the damage. Hmm. Want to use this thing? Now I have a question for you. Might as well. Yes. Are you using a magical weapon? No. So All he gets right. a minus one on the next rolls, yeah. He's um, going to get a negative one penalty to damage rolls. Just one. Just the one from the one hit. I thought, I thought it doesn't do it to damage. I thought it does it to the actual like weapon attacks. I think it's both. But it like after it deals damage. Correct. So you did your damage, and then its effect, Rust Metal, took effect as soon as you hit it. It's rusted body. You watched as uh, 
Some of the rust melted over from its body onto your weapon. Hey. Um. I'm gonna need a strength safe. Got it. Well, that's not good. Nine. What's its modifier? Nine? Oh. Plus one. That's not good. This is bad. Um. Ah. Ah, yes. There you go. Yeah. It is now strained in flaming chains. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it gets wrapped up in some flaming chains and just like, you know, Ghost Rider style, just burned away. Oh, oh that's so cool. Yeah, and uh, with one little HP left, I'm going to say with an extra tweak of the flaming chains, you watch the Rust Master. Wait. When, when was its turn? When was its turn? It was coming up next. <laughs> oh, like right after this? Oh, at yep. the start of its turn for one minute, it takes another 2d6 fire damage. Mm. Yep, that would have been enough. So it looks at you. Why did I try and rust your weapon? Blah, blah. Well, he did. The things to ponder in the afterlife. Oh, I'm so embarrassed from that one time in middle school. Oh, no. I'll carry that to my grave and through the afterlife. Ah. <laughs> well, you guys are currently out of combat. Zantanov, if you'd like to retrieve the gray ooze in the other room, as directed by Grex, you can do so, and the rest of you can continue making your way through the oozing temple. Wait. Retrieve what? The gray ooze. Yes, I would. Yeah. We'll wait here. If we're going to run into more trouble, I'd like to have the entire party. Oh, no, you don't need me. I don't do much. Can I, can I collect a sample of the gray ooze? <laughs> so, making your way back over to this other room where Grex indicated there was a nice chunk of gray ooze. <laughs> hey, Wookie, can I collect a sample of this gray ooze before we leave? You guys make your way back over to the room and you find on the ground a ooze. Looks like a puddle. It's gray. It's hanging out. Xantanoff, you're pretty sure that this puddle is us. It's not a not like the regular, ordinary, ordinary, ordinary gray puddles. This one's suspicious. I'm, I'm putting a suspicious gray puddle in a bottle. Absolutely. Bottle. I got the space. Oh, I have yeah. a five-gallon yeah. drum, all right? I call it a bottle, but actually, this is a barrel. You ever seen, like, those fermenting okay. jugs? Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, a cask? You just yeah, roll <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I send my skeleton to go collect a sample for me. So each of you take a few moments. One uh, the one of you very meticulously placing the gray ooze, trying to fight you a little bit. Its tentacles are trying to like wiggle its way up out of the flask, but you yeah. cork it, shove it in the bottle. Yep, cork it, shove it in there, and shake it up a little bit so it stops struggling. And you, sir, uh, rather, you have the two skeletons, and they do a bit of a Three Stooges routine for a moment, and they're 
takes them twice as long to get them in the jar, but and they only get about half as much of the gray ooze. They do successfully come back with something in the jar. They don't have fine motor control, so. <laughs> I well, they're why. so young. Yeah. Well, at least it's something, I guess. While they're collecting samples, I'm going to have my Echo move 30 feet ahead to check out, see if there's more. Your Echo sees about 20, 30 feet ahead. There are, there is the remains of a skeletal drow, along with a dark metal mace and a scattering of coins hovering in the air. kind of coin oh they're hovering in the air and am i not going to touch the coins this is what uh, your echo sees it's uh right around the corner from you in the next append ahead okay uh she'll just go back <laughs> yep echo comes back no problem okay i don't think i can see through my echo's eyes yet so after she reports i'm like Floating coins? <sighs> Maybe a job for you, Finn, since you're the magic user. Uh, I don't know about that one there, Chief. Do you have knowledge in the arcane? Does anyone have knowledge in the arcane? Uh, I'm not that kind of caster. Maybe. I I cast spells, but... My you got arcane, a plus two. I also have a plus two. Do you have proficiency, though, is the question. That's what I'm asking, effectively. No. I'm only good at lying, cheating, and stealing. And hiding. Same! <laughs> <laughs> I Gambling. am good. I'm not. Well, I'm not gonna tell you that. I'm, I'm not good telling. Seeing, hiding, and surviving. I'm good at being athletic. I'm good at history. I'm good at scaring people, and I'm good at convincing people. I'm also good at. I'm one with nature. Well, I will I move up to, to about. Oh yes, you know that is a. Um, Better sacrifice than my echo. Yeah, you I do that. <laughs> uh, I send my skeleton to go touch the coins. Go, Charlie. I mean, can I? Do I have to be proficient in Arcana? I, 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 I got the thing. It would probably help, but yeah. I got a twenty-one. As you come forward and you watch one of these skeletons enter into this space where it becomes very blurry. And then start to float up into the ceiling. Up, it's floating a little bit. You take a step back, and you immediately realize that this is a gelatinous cube. Oh! Oh! And as you, as recognition comes over you, you see floating over an eye get directly down to your head level, and then take a couple blinks to, you, and you hear in your mind. A consciousness pushes its way in. Is it friendly? 
Well, of course I'm friendly. How are you? Is this the cube? Yes, I'm the cube. <laughs> I think lying. Logging this character down in my mind. <laughs> I, God damn toy maker from Strahd's. Give me a hug. I won't kill you. Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, you say so. No, 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 Don't hug me. That could be very dangerous. I'm a slightly correct the cube. <laughs> it is the cube acidic? It is acidic. It stings a little bit, but you, you can tell there are ripples of jubilation going out from the cube. He is so excited. Wookie, are you like brushing your finger against your lips really fast for that? Wookie's shaking his face back and forth like the the fucking guy from Star Wars. Didn't we talk about this last time? I think we did. Probably. Got, like, 12 voices. We we're bound to have talked about it before. It's <laughs> going over in a circle. No, this is actually my Richard Nixon impression here. Mm. Uh, how big is the cube? Cube's pretty big. It's, it's about overhead. He's called 8, 10 feet. Ah, uh, I guess I can't squish it into. Well, no, I mean, with a little bit of luck and a lot of determination. Well, I, hey, I got a question I'd like to ask you all, if you don't mind. I, uh, I've been looking for a crew to set up with, and I'd like to attend your party and come check out the whole wide world out there. I haven't seen much in my time, but you all seem like some great traveling companions, and I'd like to come with you. Cool. I'm okay with it. <sighs> Why is the cube so intense? Like, what's fueling? Don't question the cube. It's fine. It's not fine. This is sus. <laughs> You're sus of the cube. Yeah, it's not supposed to be that smart. How can you be sus of the cube? The cube is friendly. I, and I'll tell you what I powered on. You see the remains of this cube. <laughs> you see the remains of this drowning here. He has been giving me a lot of power. What? Well, sure, I need a occasional food, a occasional person. Well, it doesn't have to be a person, per se, but I uh, hey, uh, get a little meat in here. I've been running for days like a battery. Could I feed you, could I feed you zombies? Well, uh, I haven't tried that before, but we'll see if I can work. What about the skeleton that just walked into you? You, guys, you see just like the last little flakes of bone melting the little flecks <laughs> fades away like ah. dust. Actually, can I try to walk inside the cube? You do so and it immediately turns into a doorway like a gate. God damn. Oh, careful. I don't want to hurt you. That would be fatal. Whoa. I really want to stick my hand in him. Wait, that's so the urge I'm resistance. having. It just looks so... I have acid resistance. <laughs> you guys reach out to, like, wave or pass your fingers through, and each indent where your fingers would have been, giant, like, trench grooves go in and just miss your your hand so you don't burn yourself. 
Well, you guys, is... stop it. This is getting difficult. You're just tickling me. Is there a way to, like, figure out why he's what he is? I, I don't think it's normal for a cubes to be like this. I, I was expecting some more, something more pet-like, not con companion-like. It all happened when those big uh, drummers came through and the demons started running wild through the Underdark, I think. Perhaps it might have something with Julie Alexa's arrival in the Underdark. It seems to have granted me a, a bit of sentience or awareness. Uh, my name's Globagool. Nice to meet you all. <laughs> hey, where's the thinking I'm uh, a Globagool? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get out of here with the gobble goo. <laughs> uh, what was that, that about Jubilex? Monday, King Jubilex. You may have heard of him. He's pretty bigger downtown in the, in the mist down there. Takes up a whole layer. Hmm. In any case, broke through the other day down into the Underdark. He's been trying to consolidate, and of course him and Zugda boy have been going back and forth. But I'm telling you that there's going to be problems between the two before the end of the day. Anyone know of either of these two? Jubilex, Zugda boy. Yeah, I'm drawing blanks. Yeah. Why does no. the cube have blind sight? Because they ain't got no eyes, so they get special sight. He has an eye. Senses. He has one eye. He has one eye? Oh. Well, I guess he's just awesome. Like me. Well, also, can I get past you? Of course, they're this one. And he... Much like Zantanov creates a gate, like an archway, for you all to un uh, pass under. And as you do so, you get a few, like, drip, drops. I mean, it's only 10 acid damage. I, I could take it. W would it hurt me? Ben, what are you talking about? It's only 5 for me. <laughs> Zero if I want. That's not to mention being restrained in there, or the additional acid damage you would take every turn. I mean, like, for 10 minutes, I can become completely immune to acid damage. Oh, Rex is just going to move on. And you guys continue discussing your different imperviousnesses to acid. And the gelatinous cube Glamagool continues to go on and on about his different theories. And he actually starts, he lapses into a couple different other languages. He speaks to you guys in giant under common before realizing that you are oh in fact speaking in common so he continues in that as you guys come around I understood bend. every language he spoke <laughs> alright so like if we get in the cube and like don't get subjected to the acid can we just have full cover in there everybody get in the cube get in the cube everyone it's a small sacrifice to make could he move him to create the cube, acid around us Actually, yeah, he's been making gates to keep us from getting inside of him. Can't he just dome around us? Well, uh, suppose I can. Uh, maybe they won't try and damage us, or they won't try and attack you, my friends. Guys, look, we we got free full cover. That was a very 
unwise of attackers to, to to attack us through a gelatinous cube. So yes. And as you guys move along down the passageway, the gelatinous cube comes up into thin walls that move with the party as you guys continue down the passageway. You find yourselves in front of an interesting departure. To your left is a tunnel that continues off of the manufactured, the engineered part of this underground passage that you found. And off to the right, the tunnel splits. It widens and then it elongates, creating four separate tunnels that continue in that direction. Mm, time to split um, the party. And that's when I separated myself from my mother pseudopod. Now that wasn't easy for me to do. I was very dependent on a young man, a simple wigwam. <laughs> you know that cloud from Rick and Morty that ended up trying to destroy everybody on Earth and Morty had to kill it? Yes, <laughs> I remember Morty. <laughs> that, that's what I'm getting from the queue. Hello, Baglu. Have you ever been in these tunnels? Oh, yes, I was born here. <laughs> You're born? Who gave birth to you? Well, I mean, who gave his mother, obviously. Yeah, tell us about it. <laughs> when the great demon Lord Jubilex consumed my body and cast me into his realm for later digestion. <laughs> I, uh, I guess that was the day I was born and consumed uh, some thousand years ago. I lost most of what I was to ravages of time, but... Uh, you did not previously state that Jubilex was a demon lord. Hmm. It's a very squishy-looking demon lord. I do not. I don't know many things. It's just slime. It's slime. It's like <laughs> an abomination of slime. Like, think of a... What is it called? A beholder and slime. That's it. Hmm. That does not sound It's not. Uh, oh, it's a snot thing. It's just so have <laughs> you been down this tunnel, bef these tunnels before? What's on the other side? Well, well, uh, watch a step through there. It's mm, my friends, my cousins uh, down at the below, and those, those pits down there, if you continue that way, I wouldn't go that way. However, this location uh, leads to a freshwater spring, uh, underground river of sorts. Uh, and he points over to the left with a dangling, derping um, pseudopod. And then back over, another pseudopod erupts and then gestures over to the right. But, uh, yes, uh, where the passage splits into multiple sections, that's where my brother and brothers are. Your what? My brothers. <laughs> so the left path could potentially take us back out to the Dark Lake. Well, yes, yes, sure, yes, sure. I mean, yes. Are your brothers as sentient as you? Some of them, but mostly not me. I'm the smart one of the family. <laughs> Got all the all brains. Right. Time to go get a less sentient cube. I'll be right back. Wait, can we combine cubes? Cube.
cubes combine. Mm, like you guys don't have Voltron cube. Usually they split, not combine. <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm going to get a cube. You guys go on without me. But, but I thought it was your cube. Aren't we friends? You're the party cube. You're not my cube. Ouch. Well, if he try and be your cube. He's try harder. I want to be everybody's Damn. cube. There's no reason that I have to. And that's why you can't be my cube. My no. cube can't be everybody's cube. No, it's right. not in the polyamorous cube relationship. <laughs> exactly. Not looking for some type of cube whore. Get out of your cube, <laughs> slut. Exactly. Take your I'm angles. Like... <laughs> Question. Mr. Wait, what's the cube's name? You got a... <laughs> you got a... <laughs> I'm gonna call you Gab. Uh, are are you are you able to change into uh, more like humanoid humanoid form or you know beast like? We'll accept anthropomorphic. And you see him try and do the Powerpuff Girls the. The gang, the gang members, he tries to shift his form and pull it in towards a humanoid, but it kind of just turns into a, a wavy outline. It's a ditto. <laughs> it's alright if you can't. No, I, can I mean, it, I, I gotta... <laughs> no, I can't use this guy's self on him. Well, but I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I don't need it. I don't need it. We'll just watch. Just let, let me relax, all right? Just let me, just let me have a minute. I can do this. <laughs> you go get your thing and we'll watch and see if we can. Do it. I swear this never happens to me. I, I, I'll figure this out. I, it's really it's okay. Having to cubes all the time. No, but you no, know me, it. it's just... I, I, I oozy in once. I'm the most oozy cube you ever run into, Fred, all right? Just, you know, you got me on an off day. I guess I'm nervous or something. <laughs> what happened to his regular voice? Why is he talking like someone from Boston? Trying to be tough. <laughs> I, I got a ghoul over here. His voice changed. That's, that's definitely New York Italian. Oh, no. Hey, I'm a walk in here. Hey, I'm a Cuban here. <laughs> hey, you can't be walking here. I deal, di- I deal ten acid damage every second you're touching me. This is my block corner, and if you want to be gelatinous here, you better get out of here. I'm dealing acid over here. Get, get out of here. This is my corner. <laughs> you damn, I got a ghoul. You're breaking your mother's heart. <laughs> Yeah, you think that you think that hospital bill's cheap? I gotta sell a lot of acid out here just to keep her in the hospital. Look, it's, it's tough things. Oh god. So yeah, now we got the New York cube. I like the idea that every time he devours a body, he gets a new voice. <laughs> Is this because he ate the skeleton? <laughs> It turns out that skeleton was from New York. You know, you got a bad attitude. That Jersey attitude, you know, you get it from the skeletons, you know. Sometimes you got to pick it out. Mm. 
So are all the cubes this big, or can I get, like, a pocket cube? Now, the pocket cube is a very dangerous thing. It is much like the... Damn, I forgot what that cube was called in in the Avengers. It's like a... The Tesseract? Yes, Tesseract, thank you. <laughs> now, there is Tesseract-shaped uh, cubes. You can easily fit that into your pocket. If I had pockets. If you uh, had pockets. See? That's uh, you have a pocket. I got a cage. So who went over to the right? Towards the uh, mm -hmm. towards the friends. I believe Me. is heading that way. Which uh, w which number are we at? Four. We're by in between four and six. I'm gonna stick with which the we, I was looking at our tokens on the board, but oh, woe is me. Wookie can't do anything right as a DM. Hey, uh, this is very nice. Oh, you hurt my feelings. Come on. I'm gonna company. No, no, no. You have to tell him when he's doing stuff wrong. So, the passage. Yeah. <laughs> it makes him better. You see how he's reading Denthalor's backstory? He wouldn't have done that in the beginning. Stronger. Faster, this DM. He is becoming better. Quick. Yes, we're helping in Wookiee's evolution. But do it faster. Yes. That's why you have to bully Wookiee. It helps him grow. Bend over. So You're no matter taking... how much you hear him crying or sniffling <laughs> or, you know, having to take a break to, like, eat a couple mushrooms because he was bullied a bit too much that one day, you keep doing it because it makes him better. You bend him over a chair and shove it up his ass so he can get it to his bloodstream faster. DM, yeah, don't even lube it up, DM. my dude. <laughs> you bend over. Do it raw. Do it dry. <laughs> taking this evolution stone up your ass. Now, okay, you guys see to the right... This chamber is divided into four hallways and floored with heavy flagstones. The walls carved with worn and faded bas reliefs. These strange showings swirl and shape that might be waves, tentacles, or some combination of those two. And then the other way is just a normal, regular, regular tunnel. That looks like a dead end. No, what? You don't know that. That's what the map says, but the map... What does the map know? It's the map. It's the map. It's the map. It's the map. What's on the floor of the folders? So looking over to the four divided passageway, you see these huge flagstones, these enormous pieces of rock, and carved into them are these waves, these tentacle, these, like, Japanese-style waves folding uh, in on themselves, grasping, reaching. I'm gonna just pick a random tunnel and walk through. Okie dokie, I'm gonna need a... I don't want to touch the stones, though. Can I walk on the walls? Absolutely. So, looking at those stones, you look at them, you're like, oh, those are stones with their wispy They are. Bullshit. Like, why they would you are. just have a random floor, like, stone different from the other floor stones with different ornate carvings? That just screams booby trap. Mm, yep, and being wise and seeing right through that silly booby trap. <laughs> you're not kidding me with that. <laughs> you know, if, um, if my uh, skeleton can go in front, then um, we don't have to worry about it. Absolutely. I mean, and, do you want to uh, see what happens to it? I mean, I can always summon more. So. Oh, yeah. 
just throw them on the block. <laughs> and how much does your skeleton weigh? As Xantanoff, you just scoot right on across the wall, no problem. Um, I, I'll look up how much this human skeleton weighs. I'm not, I'm not sure how much a... Human skeleton? Mm. If I had to guess, it's probably around 40 pounds dry. You know, I kind of want to say 30. You know? I like 30. I mean, Seems 30 makes more sense to me. But you really got to dry out that human bone skeleton. I mean, you've already defleshed it at that point. Washed it, maybe even, and let it sit out in the sun for a few yeah. days. The birds get at it. The average human skeleton weighs uh, 20 pounds. Wow. Yep. Yeah, we are, uh, we're big old water balloons. Mm-hmm. So following uh, across towards... Maybe the skeleton towards... was one of the ones with dense bones and weighs about 30 to 40. <laughs> I'm not fat. I have dense bones. <laughs> yeah, you can see the skeleton lumber across, and yeah, following right behind Xantanoff, makes it to the other side, right across the big old stones, no problem. Uh, I guess I'll follow behind the skeleton. All right. I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw as you step foot onto the giant stone. It immediately falls away, cracking like porcelain under your feet as something more than 50 pounds undermines the steps on the undermined area and it collapses. I'm not going to say that I told you so, but... I told you. So. Yeah, yeah, keep talking, Ursula. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll be gone. That was a good one. God damn you. I mean, do you, do you want help? You, you can grab onto a tentacle. Yeah. All right. yeah. You have grabbed the edge successfully of the pit, and you are now dangling over the edge, looking down. You see the abyss start to reach out and grasp the sides of the walls, the shadows slowly crabbling and scrabbling out towards you. It's batted away. Get out of here. <laughs> so you got tentacles reaching up, trying to grab you and pull you down. You got tentacles reaching over and trying to pull you out of the hole. What do you do? Grab the tentacles, pull me out. Nope, wait, no, wrong tentacles. Oh, okay, yeah, these ones. All right, go ahead and make an athletics check with advantage. Wait, who is it that you said watched that guy was talking about? Advantage. That's a con. I don't know, I rolled a con. Uh, nope, athletics. Athletics? Oh, no. <laughs> Book says athletics. Yeah. No, I'm, apparently I have... Uh, Proficiency in athletics. No, nope. doesn't matter. <laughs> no, no. Did you have advantage on that? Oh, I you did. did. Oh, what? Oh, man. That's some low rolls, buddy. Indeed. So as you reach out and try and uh, grasp that tentacle up there, you slip and you fall down into a black pudding. Uh, am I 
already touching it? Like, do I fall into it, or...? Yep, no, you fall right into it. Uh, then can I, uh, can I use my life tap ability since I'm already touching it? Sure. It should be 2d8, but... So, 2d8 plus 5. All right, so everyone who was about to go into the other cabin just heard Ah! Someone, as one of your dear friends, started to be eaten alive in a trap. It takes uh, 12 necrotic damage, and I gain uh, uh, and I gain 12 uh, temp HP. How far down did he fall? Seems like it's only ten foot deep pit. So only one Okay. One ten foot drop. Yeah, it takes twelve necrotic damage, and then I gain twelve ten. Alright. I'll have my echo fly down, scoop him out. Scoop him out. All right, give me a strength check as a pseudopod tries to hold on to him. I think your echo's got pretty good strength for an echo. Wow, nat 20. Yeah, you pull him out. Strong kobold. This kobold's ripped. And to be nice, I will set him on the other side of the trap where he was wanting to go. Thank you. Oh. Teamwork making the dream work here. And then I'm going to start heading over to room six because that is where uh, Glue said the exit was. That's what he, he I, did say that. And then I bonk my skeleton on the head for <laughs> being heavy enough. Aren't you fat enough? You're all skin and bones, skeleton. All right, you're going to take five acid damage from landing in the black slime. Okay. And I believe that, that would make... Temporary hit points. I know. So that would mean... Brather, you're across. Who else is going across the, the pits here, the flagstones, over to room five? I believe Zantanov was. Zantanov's heading over to room five. Where is Finn and Dendalore? I'm with Glob. I'm not entirely sure. So at this point, the party is being split in two directions. One towards a room with a bunch of water in it. And the other, over these giant flagstones that are clearly pits of blackness and goo, over towards a room that you can't quite see yet. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go towards uh, the group that's going to the water. All right. 
At this point, you all are starting to feel a little short of breath. You're feeling yourselves pant. It's like you can't quite get enough air every breath you take. Just feel like you're short. Now, is this an effect, effect of being underground, or is this just something in this area? You're not sure. It seems like this area specifically, ever since the collapse came, you're not feeling mm. like you got any airflow through here. That could be a problem. You're fine for now. You figure you got maybe a couple more hours before it starts running out, although you are starting to feel... A little sleepy. Hmm. Now, Grex, you move through this chamber, and you are able to bounce along the ground. There's enough room to spread out your wings as you glide lightly throughout this place. Yeah, I'm not touching the floor. Better be safe. You gotta make sure that there's no more pits in here. And then, mm -hmm. Dead Floor, you come through. Yes, I come through. And you see it when it's within 10 feet of you. And you're a big guy. You got a lot of momentum that's moving forward. It's about a two-foot yes. in circumference hole in the middle of the floor. Grex, you just saw her skip right over it. No big deal. Soft footfalls, maybe... Maybe you didn't even notice, but as you try and skirt around this giant rim of a hole, uh, this this modest rim Wait, of a hole, how 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 wide is how wide is it? It's about two feet in circumference, and you'd easily be able to step around it. What's that in diameter? Uh, two feet in circumference diameter. Circumference and diameter are not the same thing. Uh, we'll say it's a two they foot not, diameter. Not at all. No, no, it is not the same. Circumference is the length around the entire edge. All right, Sir Isaac Newton, get your geometry book out and show me the pi equals half. No, okay, I'm sorry, being an asshole. No, so you, <laughs> you look down and it surprises you. You only have about 10 feet of, uh, of true sight. In this darkness, it's a little bit disorienting because you, you, know, you have about a pipeline of, of uh, navigatable space here and as you move forward you notice this hole in the ground and as you go to step and move out of the way and continue on the hole suddenly grows and expands unnaturally dipping down at a steep angle under your footfall the ground is slick mm. and then it starts undulating with a sickening swallow noise oh 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 gonna need a dexterity saving throw please as you try and turn around and scrabble backwards and i instead just like slam my fist into the wall to like stop myself hulk style you know how he just when he's going down he just slams his arm into the wall you do so and it shudders and expands even more it's like a throat you just punched it in the throat and it opens and expands even more and at this point the walls have become slick. They're porous. They're perspirate, perforating, perspiration. Yeah, there's perspiration of this slicky, sticky, slick slime. And you are doing everything you can to try not to slide down into this 
undulating hole. Do I need to make a dexterity save or something? Yes, dexterity saving throw, please. You fall and splash about ten feet down into this fetid, slimy, stingy water. Your skin, your nose, immediately water up. Roll those damage for you. So you take eight damage from the acid, and then something. Damn, is that is that reduced? Is that is that pre-reduced? Because I have resistance. It is not. Take four. Ah, nice. And as you steal yourself for the acid, your resistance is closing up your your ear holes and your eyelids, your third eyelids. Something brushes against your leg as you kick out and turn. Skeletons of long dead adventurers bubble up from the digestive juices. It's almost like they're being puppeted by the undulating mire of your struggle in this fetid pool. Reflexively, you try and crawl up the walls of this inverted bell, but the walls are too steep. They're too slick, oozing continuously, undulating and pouring into the pool that you're in. You slide back down into their cold, dead skeletal embrace. So room six is actually the stomach of something? This is actually... You can tell. uh, Grex, you're up there, and you're kind of circling back at the rim of this thing. You can tell that this is an entity. It is not an entire room. This is uh, not an entire alive underground passage. This is some kind of fungus similar to um, not the Venus flytrap, but the bell trap, the other one. It's just people saying it's essentially a mimic. Nah, we all know it's Mystery Flush Pit Park. It's just a mimic. Now, now, we are working up to uh, Mysterious Flush Pit National Park. I would never try and do any kind of limitation. How how deep am I in this pit? Like, how, how deep is this pit? You're about 15 feet down, and in 15? diameter, it's about another 15, 20 feet. I'm, I'm 15 feet down? Yes. Ah, cool. Um, well, here, you want, you want me to cheese this, or you want me to fight? Like, what do you want me to do? Cheese it. Like, I'll let you pick. Cheese it? Oh, I use Giant's Might, and I double my size, making myself uh, 14 feet tall, and I just climb out. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's gonna negate this 25 dc strength check you whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> oh i could have made that anyway you want me to roll that i'll roll it yeah, uh, you look you i'll just to... roll it just for fun you cheese oh just <laughs> oh, one more damn <laughs> 24, not a bad roll, but yeah, you absolutely grow, and you're able to slimily get out of this thing. It's a tight fit. This thing tries to swallow you back down, so you're kind of like, this this tight hole is giving you a squeeze. I'm just too girthy, my guy. (laughs) I was afraid you were going to go there. And you are able to climb back up and out and return back on track. You come 
to the final room of the Uzin Temple, you see that this room contains a stone fountain with raised edges. The basin contains shallow, brackish water. And at the center of the pool, the rubble of a broken statue rests atop a pedestal. All that remains recognizable are a pair of clawed stone feet clutching the pedestal's top. Carved into the wall are seven niches. Wall seeps into each niche through a crack in the wall. However, two of the niches are flanked by these empty, hollow holes. Strange, formless structures occupy the four remaining niches. So I enter in this last room up here. There's a fountain. Inside the fountain, there's a couple statues, four of them. And there's uh, these four orbs on the statues. I came for cubes, not orbs. <laughs> Just your orb. No, clean lines like a cube. Ponder the orbs. God damn it, I knew someone was going to do it. Are you going to ponder the goddamn orbs? I didn't come here to ponder the orbs. <laughs> Immediately no, go mad. No, I swear, bro. You're Any wizard born after the first age can't cast. All they know is runes. Ponder they orb, read scroll, eat strange herb, and lie. Again, <laughs> that. So bold. Nailed it. I don't know if those are those are some sus looking orbs. Can, what, what can I do to uh, ascertain the actual safety of the orbs? I will accept a nature check uh, or an Akana check. That'll do nature. Well, certainly well. not familiar. <laughs> certainly not familiar with any kind of animal this might be or what it could possibly try and represent. Maybe it's the changing of the seasons and how we must be fluid in our response to how the the different nature comes at us, streamlining yes. itself. Alright, only one thing to do now then. I'm throw one of the octopi at it. You throw one of the octopi, lands on top of the orb, turns around, and then falls to the ground as the as the orb you threw it into materializes into a gray ooze and starts making its way menacingly towards the octopus, which slouches back in your direction quickly. I'm gonna pick it up real quick. Yep, and then the gray ooze is gonna attack you. Ah, god dang it. Can't I throw this one in a bottle too? I'm I'll strengthen say... it if I need to. For expedience, I'm going to say you take the amount of time, strength, and force necessary to bottle up these four remaining gray oozes that were posing as statues. God dang it. And then you return back to the area six and find yourself with the rest of the party up to your knees in raising water. So and we're as- not going to acknowledge the fact that Gavagoo freaking lied to us. Oh, I didn't lie to you. I don't lie to nobody. That's ridiculous. Well, first off, uh, those were not your siblings. Second off, this is not the exit. 
No, that's all there is, really. Where was the pit that Denthor fell into? Was it the entire room, or was it just a hole in the middle of the pathway? Just the flagstone that you stepped over. There's about the 10-foot square flagstone that has been undermined, and underneath that, there were pits. Or there was a pit under at least one of them. No, I mean, in the path to room six, the thing that tried to eat Denthalor. The whole room is that. That's the whole room. Yeah, it's like a through. Correct. So, in the... Not at the very end of the sixth room, but kind of like in the passageway, because it's not really on the map, but I put it in there. There was that giant mushroom that Den Floor experienced, and you guys have made your way past that, and now you are standing in a room past that room that you were at, and Den Floor was almost consumed by the giant mushroom. In a room filling up slowly with water, and it's about to your knees right now. Okay. Where's the water coming in from? Examining more closely, you see that because of the cave-in, the trembling, there was a shift in the earth here as well, and a crack in the ceiling is slowly and steadily, at an increasing rate, filling up this entire oozing temple full of water. Hmm. I see. No, I've never lied to nobody, all right? So uh, my cousins is uh, black oozes, gray oozes sometimes, but hey, you know, that was once removed, you know, I don't trust those guys. Now, this, yeah, this is the way out. I think if you dig your way up through there a little bit, you might be able to find your way out. There's to be a lot of water out there. <sighs> yeah, this uh, tributary enters from an underground river that feeds into the dark lake, but I think that if you dig it out a little bit, might be able to get through this connecting passageway and then back to where you were going. Well, uh... Some of us I, breathe in water. Yeah, I... Just get in the cube. I don't think that'll help me. Oh, come on, get uh. in the cube! Get no glob of ghoul over here. <laughs> Aren't you telling us to not do that earlier? <laughs> yeah, but I I've think come he's around. been possessed. No, I've he's come around bipolar. over here. You, you know, that might be it. We just had to pick up the bipolar cube, didn't we? I don't know what you mean. Uh, I am uh, uh, totally straight. I'm 100% accurate, and I don't change accents in the middle. Hmm. I don't think we should take this with us. Maybe not. I don't know if they can swim either. Hold on, Mondo, I could be useful. Here, check this out. And he disappears into the crack. And for about 30 seconds, comes back. Look, I did a little bit of scouting for the group. Uh, you just gotta dig this away a little bit. Be out of here in no time. It only goes about 30 feet up in the water. And then you could be back in the air. Well, you traveled 30 feet in 30 seconds. Oh, when your basic oh, oh, oh. movement speed is only 15 feet. That's a bit <laughs> sus. <laughs> Maybe he's not a strong swimmer. I don't know. I, I'm not trusting the cube as much as I was before. 
Look, I was purposefully ignoring my movement speed so I can move with the group without making you all move slow. I was gonna ignore that particular rule. Actually, it's 60 feet. Not only did you go the original 30 feet, but you came back all in 30 seconds. So you moved 30 feet in 15 seconds. No, 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 no. I obey the rules because I'm a, a very diligent DM, I am. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, it's almost accurate time because each round is six seconds. So thirty feet, if he dashed. No, 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 not even dashing. Yeah, fifteen seconds would be three seconds off of being two turns of movement. All right, I'll complete. I was only able to look a little bit under the water, but I'm pretty sure there's oxygen up there. Mm. That'd be, it would have been five turns. How big was the crack he went into? Pretty small. You'd say it's about a hand's width, but the earth is loose and you think no. you'd be able to... Like, in terms of uh, actual people, like, is it like a small creature size, a medium creature size? This is probably a tiny creature size. That's about tiny. tiny, yeah. I'm gonna send in the squid. The octopus. We could just... The dude. <laughs> Well, Zatanova, I know you can breathe underwater. Uh, Finn, yeah. I think can as well, right? Finn? Yeah, sorry, it's muted. Okay. Um, Zentor, can you? He's a dragon boy. Uh, uh, what? Can you breathe in water? No. And me either. But I have high cons, so I can hold my breath for a while. Yeah, I think we're going to have to. Uh, Grex is gonna kind of fly up to the crack, take her sword, and just kind of stick it up into the crack and try to widen it. Well, just if you, Grex, what size are you? I'm small. You can just get in the cage while we're underwater. Yeah, but... it's an option. I mean, if Denzelor ones, well, how tall is the cave? The cage? Cave. The, the cave? cave? The with cabin the water. that you're in is about 10, 15 feet high. Oh, okay. Well, dental is probably still big, so he can do it. I'll get in the cage. <laughs> cool. It's a dental stretching some big old muscles. You just start <laughs> ripping up the different pieces of boulder, sending them down, widening up the cracks so you guys can make your way through. <laughs> And immediately, a torrent of water starts pouring down out of the ceiling. And it's not long before the water rises up past your knees, hips, and gets up to the chest. And it's like that scene in Deep Blue where everyone's looking at each other. All right, we're going to swim out of here. We're not going to get eaten by sharks. And we're going to make it to dry land. And then, drugs. And they're all looking at each other. Yeah, yeah, okay, let's do this. And immediately, you're all going to get eaten by sharks. And here we go. Whoosh. Wait, there's nothing dangerous in this water, is there? Mm. A couple demogorgons, it'll be fine. And you guys... What? I mean, like, in Fizzbands, they did add a few, um, the, you know, the water thing. There's some water things in here, you know? I, I don't want to be in the water anymore. You know, you, you know... Dragon got a miniature. They, they added some um, deep drinks to the... Oh. 
Wookie, what do you mean a couple Demogorgons? I thought there was only one Demogorgon. And Bro, he got, got lonely, so he just duplicated himself. He reproduced asexually. Hot. <laughs> Through Stop my toasters, each, each one only has one <laughs> head now. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. That would actually be a lot worse. Because <laughs> the only thing that really keeps the uh, Demogorgon from destroying everything is the heads fighting. Well, I mean, they could just, you know, duke it out separately now that they're, you know, in their own bodies. Oh, true. Maybe they'll destroy each other. Yeah. And if they kill one another, or if they only kill one, you've already reduced you know, the power of it to half. You have less to deal with. I don't think that's how that works with Demogorgons. I've, I'm fairly certain it gets worse. Oh, it's, it's worse. Know. It's like Tarrasque. The more Regardless. you have, the worse it gets. Uh, oh. And as you guys well, kick then. and struggle, except Zantanoff, you've swim through the water quite easily. But the rest of you struggle up well, well, the oxygen burning in your lungs before... <gasps> you the water did that. Nope, yep, Finn's probably doing fine too. But yeah. <laughs> you know, he literally comes from the plane of water. <laughs> then you guys break the surface and you are back in a in another cavern. In another body of water. Okay. So what all do you have in your cage again? Is you're breaking anything. Up. Oh, that's <laughs> enough. You're breaking up a little. <laughs> yeah, I'm not making any it's of that because I'm hearing like oh, uh, split jaw and oh, split jaw. <laughs> You guys are right about there in the horror stone tunnels. Better or worse? Better. Better. Alright, it's two magnets, baby crimson split jaw, and a vampire midway. Okay. You won't see any of that, though. It's like people are in their own separate things. Like Ah. hotel. I see. I thought I was just gonna... Can we meet in the lobby? (laughs) (laughs) No. It creates your ideal environment. Ah, I see. It's like some kind of magnificent mansion. Mm. Indeed. And as you guys bubble up on top of the water, you guys see that you are in fact at the entrance of the Horlstone Tunnels, ready to re-enter Grackelstug. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Oh. Alright. Neat. Cool. Yeah, perfect. I feel kind of cheated at this point. I got <laughs> I got the cube, but it's it's such a, a terrible cube. <laughs> You're calling me terrible. How are you? It's a cube with issues. Yes. But I got like five gray oozes. So I can just <laughs> throw those on people, I guess. Cubes and oozes. Hmm. Uh, thanks, y'all, for playing this week. I'll see you next week. Uh, thank you. Good night.
Hopefully I will be really 